जय राधमा कुंज बिहारी जय राधमा जय कुंज बिहारी जय राधमा जय कुंज बिहारी जय राधा जय कुंज बिहारी जय गोपीजन वल्ला जय गिरिवर दारे जय गिरिवर दारे जय जय गिरिवर दारे जय गोपी जनवल्ला जय गिरिवर दारे जय गिरिवर दारे जय गोपी जनवल्ला जय गिरिवर दारे जय गिरिवर दारे जय यशोद नंदन जय व्रज जन रंजन जय व्रज जन रंजन जय यशोद नंदन जय व्रज जन रंजन जय व्रज जन रंजन जय यशोद नंदन जय व्रज जन रंजन जय व्रज जन रंजन जय यशोद नंदन जय व्रज जन जय व्रज जन रंजन जय यमुना तिरवन चारे जय कुंज बिहारी 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 जय राधा माधवा 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 जय कुंज बिहारी श्री कृष्णा 
नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञानतिरांदनाजन शलाकया चक्षुर्मील हेन तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित हेन भूतले स्वयं गता्यम दधाती जाय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभो निनंद श्री अद्वैत गाधार श्रीवासती गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे वंशाकुभ्य कृपा सुंदुभ्य पतिता पवनेभ्यो वैष्णवे नमो नमः मुखम कौति वाचा पंगुम लंघाते गिरी यत्तम वंदे श्रीगुर धीनतारिण परमानंदमाधव श्रीचैतन्यश्वर नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुतीरएत स्वागता कृष्णा पुण्यश्रवण कीर्तन हृदय तस्तो अभद्राणी विधुनोती सुहृत्सता नष्टाषु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिके रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो सेवन chapter number 1 the title of the chapter is the supreme lord is equal to everyone text number 25 yan nibadho abhimano yam ta vadati pranina vadaha कैवल्यामो अखिलात्मन पर हिंसा केन से कल्यते यो अभिमानो यभिमानोयाणीनाशकल्या तथानयल्या अभिमानो अखिलात्मन अभिमानो अखिलात्मन पर धम कर्मकर्तुर्हि हिंसा केन से कल्यते 
हिंसा कल्पतेमानदति प्राणीना वदानय कलकैवल्या अभिमानो अखिलात्मन परमकर्तुर्हि हिंसा के कलप्यतेबिमाणीना वद तथा कैवल्या अभिमानो अखिलात्मन परमकर्तुर्हि हिंसा के कलप्यते तत्वदात्णीना वद तथानयस्य कैवल्या अभिमानो अखिलात्मन प्रणश्य धाम कर्तुर्हि हिंसा के कलप्यतेमानदाणीना वद तथानयस्यकैवल्यामान परमकर्तुर्हि किंसा कलप्यते तत्वदात्णीना वद तथानायस्य कल्यते अभिमानो अखिलात्मन परमकर्तुर्हि हिंसा के कलप्यतेमानदाणीना वद तथानयस्य कैवल्या अभिमानो अखिलात्मन परमकर्तुर्हि हिंसा के कलप्यते अभिमानोयम
ತತ್ವದಾಣಿನಾಂ ವದ ತಯಸ್ಯೈವಲ್ಯ ಅಭಿಮಾನ ಅಖಿಲಾತ್ಮನ ಪರಸ್ಯಧಮಕರ್ತೋರ್ಹಿ ಹಿಂಸಾಕೇನಸ್ಯ ಕಲ್ಪತೆ ಹರಿ ಬೋಲ್ ವಂಡರ್ಫುಲ್ ವಂಡರ್ಫುಲ್ ಹೋಲ್ ಸಿವ್ಯ ಸುರಭಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಗೋಕುಲ ಎವ್ರಿ ಒನ್ ಎಸ್ ರಿಸೈಟೆಡ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಗುಡ್ ಆಕ್ಚುಲಿ ವೆರಿ ನೈಸ್ ಎನಿ ಒನ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಎನ್ನಿಬದ್ಧೋ ಅಭಿಮಾನೋಯಾಣಿನಾಂ ವದ ತಥಾನಯಸ್ಯ ಕೈವಲ್ಯ ಅಭಿಮಾನೋ ಅಖಿಲಾತ್ಮನ ಪರಸ್ಯಧಮಕರ್ತೋರ್ಹಿ ಹಿಂಸಾ ಕಲ್ಪತೆ ಯತ್ ಇನ್ ವಿಚ್ ನಿಬದ್ಧ ಬೌಂಡ್ ಅಭಿಮಾನ ಫಾಲ್ಸ್ ಕನ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಅಯಂ ದಿಸ್ ಥತ್ ಆಫ್ ದಟ್ ಬಾಡಿ ವಧಾತ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಅನಿಹಿಲೇಷನ್ ಪ್ರಾಣ ಪ್ರಾಣಿನ ಆಫ್ ದ ಲಿವಿಂಗ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ವಧಿಹಿಲೇಷನ್ ತಿಮಿಲರ್ಲಿ ನಾಟ್ ಯೂಮ್ ಕೈವಲ್ಯಾತ್ because of being absolute one without a second abhimanaha false conception akila atmanaha of the super soul of all living entities parasya the supreme personality of godhead damakartu the supreme controller he certainly ಹಿಂಸಾ ಹಾಂ ಕೇನ ಹೌ ಅಸ್ಯಸ್ ಕಲ್ಪ್ಯತೆ ಈಸ್ ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಬೈ ಶೀಲ ಪ್ರೌಪಾದ್ ಶೀಲ ಪ್ರೌಪಾದಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬಾಡಿಲಿ ಕನ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೈಫ್ ದ ಕಂಡೀಷನ್ ಸೋಲ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ವೆನ್ ದ ಬಾಡಿ ಈಸ್ ಅನಿಹಿಲೇಟೆಡ್ ದ ಲಿವಿಂಗ್ ಎಂಟಿ ಲಿವಿಂಗ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಈಸ್ ಅನಿಹಿಲೇಟೆಡ್ Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is the Supreme Controller, the Super Soul of all living entities. Because He has no material body, He has no false conception of I and mine. It is therefore incorrect to think that He feels pleasure or pain when blasphemed or offered prayers. This is impossible for Him. Thus, He has no enemy and no friend. when he chastises the demon it is for their good and when he accepts the prayer of his the devotees it is for their good he is affected neither by prayers nor by blasphemy purport by shila propad because of being covered by material bodies the conditioned souls including even greatly learned scholars and falsely educated professors all think that as soon as the body is finished everything is finished 
This is due to their bodily conception of life. Krishna has no such bodily conception, nor is his body different from his self. Therefore, since Krishna has no material conception of life, how can be affected by material prayers and accusations? Krishna's body is described herein as kaivalya, non-different from himself. Since everyone has a material body, con bodily conception of life, if Krishna had such a conception, what would be the difference between Krishna and the conditioned soul? Krishna's instructions in Bhagavad Gita are accepted as the final because he does not possess a material body. As soon as one has a material body, he has four deficiencies. But since Krishna does not possess a material body, he has no deficiencies. He is always spiritually conscious and blissful. He is Swara Parama Krishna, Satchitananda Vigraha. His form is eternal, blissful knowledge. Satchitananda Vigraha, Ananda Chinmaya Rasa and Kaivalya are the same. Krishna can expand himself as Paramatma in the core of everyone's heart. In Bhagavad Gita 13.3, this is confirmed. Kshetragyam ajapi maam vidhi bharata. The Lord is the Paramatma, the Atma or Super Self of all individual souls. Therefore, it must naturally be concluded that He has no defective bodily conceptions. Although situated in everyone's body, He has no bodily conception of life. He is always free from such conceptions, thus he cannot be affected by anything in relation to the material body of the jiva. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 16.19, Tanagam dishatakruran samsareshu naradamam chipami ajasram asubhan asuru eva yonishu. Those who are envious and mischievous, who are the lowest among men, are cast by me into the ocean of material existence, into various demoniac species of life. <laughs> Whenever the Lord punishes persons like demons, however, such punishment is meant for the good of the conditioned soul. The conditioned soul, being envious of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, may accuse him, saying, Krishna is bad, Krishna is a thief, and so on. But Krishna, being kind to all living entities, does not consider such accusations. Instead, he take account, takes account the conditioned soul's chanting of Krishna, Krishna, so many times. He sometimes punishes such demons for one life by putting them in a lower species. But then, when they have stopped accusing him, they are liberated in the next life because of chanting Krishna's name constantly. Blaspheming the Supreme Lord or his devotee is not at all good for the conditioned soul. But Krishna, being very kind, punishes the conditioned soul in one life for such sinful activities and then takes him back home, back to Godhead. The vivid example for this is Vritrasura, who was formerly Chitraketu Maharaj, a great devotee. Because he derided Lord Shiva, the foremost of all devotees, he had to accept the body of a demon called Vritra. But then he was taken back to Godhead. Thus, when Krishna punishes a demon or conditioned soul, he stops that soul's habit of blaspheming him and when the soul becomes completely pure, the Lord takes him back to Godhead. So, so what is the theme going on in this chapter? Any idea, Sivya? 
What is the theme, the whole idea? What is going on in this chapter? Yes, Krishna is equal to everyone. Krishna is equal to everyone. Krishna is not uh, partial. Krishna substantiates that in Bhagavad Gita. Do you remember the sloka? Anyone remember the sloka where Krishna says, I am equal to everyone, I do not envy anyone? No, no, I'm not expecting it. Just I'm asking if you know, it's all right. Anyway, all the pandits are here. They will, they, he will know everything. Yes, samoham sarva bhuteshu name dveshvastina priyaha e bhajante tu maam bhaktiya maite teshu chabhyaham. Krishna says, I'm equal to everyone. Equal to everyone. As a Paramatma, he's equal to everyone. But there is always a, there is a but there. <laughs> there is a but. Krishna is equal to everyone. But if somebody surrendered to him, if somebody is constantly worshipping him, constantly meditating upon him, for him he is very kindly disposed to that person also. So it is very, Srila uh, Prabhupada in the purport writes, it is, there is no ambiguity. Sometimes some people say, the first two lines Krishna says, I am equal to everyone. The next two lines he is saying, I am very favorable to my devotee. So people say, oh, there is a contradiction there. There is no contradiction. No Why? Because Srila Prabhupada gives the example like uh, when the uh, rich person has many sons and daughters are there and rich person is equally uh, benevolent to everyone and he is uh, very, very favorably disposed to everyone but he, he provides all the necessities of all the living entities. But if somebody, some son or some daughter, very, very obedient and then worshipping or like a, following the orders of the father, the father has a naturally a soft corner for that person or that boy or that girl. So same way, Krishna also is like that one. Krishna is a person. Krishna is not like a, some stone or statue or something. Krishna is a person. It is he's out of his kindness, he is standing there or he's sitting there and accepting the offering, accepting the prayers, accepting the worship. All these things Krishna is doing because in our conditioned state, we are not able to associate with Krishna. So it is out of his kindness, he comes as Archavatara and takes all the worship, accepts all these offerings. So this is, a, so Srila Prabhupada writes here in the beginning, because of being covered by material bodies, the conditioned souls, including even greatly learned scholar, falsely educated professors, all think that as soon as the body is finished, everything is finished. So this is one professor made this statement to Srila Prabhupada. Does anyone remember who is that professor? You know Prabhu anyway. <laughs> you, you, you don't, I don't have to ask any question to you. Any professor? Any, there is one professor in Moscow. Hmm? Prabhupada quotes left, right, center. Everywhere, wherever this topic comes, you know, the bodily conception of life, huh? Prabhupada quotes. Professor Kotowski. Hmm? He was a big professor of Indology, big Hindu religion. He was a big professor. So Srila Prabhupada had a meeting, huh? had a meeting with uh, Professor Kotowski. And then he was saying, after all discussions, finally Professor Kotowski's uh, uh, understanding is, uh, uh, Swamiji, when the body is finished, everything is finished. This is a big professor of Indology, eh? not an ordinary person. Eh? Big professor, he's supposed to know the, what is what. No? Like, and he's saying, when the body is finished, everything is finished. But if you go to normal, any, any Indian villages, no? You just go to some common man, no? like he doesn't have to be a professor or a lecturer or any, anyone, doesn't matter, no? just a normal fellow. No? You just, that fellow knows, oh, he has gone. The body is finished, that Atma has gone. No? 
So this is the this is the culture actually. The Vedic culture is so powerful. Even the professor, with all his study, all his big big uh, degree, that this, then his understanding is misunderstanding. <laughs> his understanding that when the body is finished, everything is finished. But a person who has not studied anything, he might not have gone to school also. But that person has a great understanding. There is a difference between a body and the soul. Death means the body is finished and the soul has to trans, uh, transmigrate to another body. So this is a very common understanding and Bhagavad Gita, uh, beginning only, eh? Bhagavad Gita is not talking in the end actually. Bhagavad Gita in the beginning only say, Dehinosmin yata dehe kaumaram yavanam jara tata dehantara praptir dhiras tatrana muhyati. In the very beginning only Lord Krishna condemns this uh, uh, behavior, the dehatma buddhi. Dehatma buddhi means thinking that I am not, I am this body, everything connected with my body. Dehatma buddhi, deha, deha, deha. But now there is a dehi. We have to look at that. We are not just deha. We are, yeah, we have, we have acquired this deha, but we are atma. We are jivatma, and then we have acquired this deha to according to whatever the karma we have performed. We have acquired this deha to perform this whatever activities. So, so here Srila Prabhupada says, uh, they have falsely educated, uh, and, uh, sorry, educated and they are thinking learned scholar, uh, they are learned scholar, all think that as soon as the body is finished, everything is finished. This is due to their bodily conception of life. Krishna has no such bodily conception, nor his body different from his self. So this is a very interesting. Uh, Krishna, uh, in the fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna explains about his self, what is he, and then, uh, then, then it's a natural uh, when somebody says, no, like a, uh, there is some questions also will arise. So I'll just read this conversation, how Arjuna is teaching us also how to ask questions. No? This is Krishna. How to ask questions. It's a, in the fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Transcendental Knowledge, Arjuna is asking, Arjuna vacha aparam bhavato janma aparam janma vivasvataha katametam vijaniyam tvam adau proktavan idi. Arjuna said, the sun god Vivaswan is senior by birth to you. How am I to understand that in the beginning you instructed this science to him? So this question is asked by Arjuna. Arjuna is asking this question because Krishna says that I have instructed this knowledge of Vivaswan, Manu, Ikshvago, everything he explained. Then Arjuna, a natural question is you know, like we both are like a contemporaries, you know, like we are this almost similar age group. And then how do I to he is not blaming Krishna? Oh, Krishna, you are bluffing, you are you no, know, he is saying, How am I to understand? Because there is some deficiency in my understanding. So he is not blaming Krishna. He is this is the way to ask questions also. Because when we ask questions, immediately we challenge. We challenging mood, we ask questions, even maybe the person may give the answer, you may not understand. The answer may be there, but you may not understand the question. So the question asking also is there is a way. Here Arjuna is teaching us. He's how am I to understand? He's saying, How am I to understand that in the beginning you instructed this science to him? So, for that Krishna is very, very kindly explaining about his nature. What is his nature and his activities, everything is explaining. He is saying, Shri Bhagavan Vacha Bahuni Me Vetitani Janmani Tavasa Arjuna Tanyagam Veta Sarvani Nattam Veta Parantapa 
The personality of God had said, many, many births, both you and I have passed. I can remember all of them, but you cannot, O subduer of the enemy. So this is the beauty. How? Because we all have taken many, many births. But we don't remember, but Krishna remembers that. And this is, a, this is the beauty. Oh, Krishna, why, why he remembers? He says that also. Srila Prabhupada explains in the purport. So we'll just read one more sloka. He's saying, the next he's saying, Ajopisan avyayatma bhutanam ishwaropisan prakatim swamatishtaya sambhavami atma mayaya. Although I am unborn and my transcendental body never deteriorates, although I am the lord of all living entities, by my internal energy I still appear in every millennium in my original transcendental form. So Krishna, even though Ajopisan Avyayatma, so he is, although I am unborn and my transcendental body never deteriorates, although I am the lord of all living entities, by my internal energy, Atma Mayaya, I still appear in every millennium in my original transcendental form. So this is Krishna's position actually. If you understand Krishna's position, Krishna's activity. So Krishna explains, the, the this is a very wonderful chapter, fourth chapter. Krishna explains about himself, what is he and then what is his position. Then because Bhagavad Gita, we have to, Srila Prabhupada writes in Bhagavad Gita, when we read Bhagavad Gita, we have to understand Krishna is a supreme personality of Godhead. At least theoretically we have to understand that. Theoretically. We may not, practically we may not be able to understand. Very difficult actually. Hmm? Arjuna is trying to understand Bhagavad Gita, Naga, Krishna. And Krishna is saying like, what will you understand? This is, he says, the end of 10th chapter, like there are, there are so many vibhutis. Krishna explained this vibhuti, that vibhuti, all the vibhuti. Yadyat vibhuti matsarvam srimat urjitam evava tattat eva gachatvam mamatejom sasambhava. This is only one spark only. Eh? We are all these things, whatever Krishna explained, the whole of 10th uh, chapter is only a spark of the splendor only. Eh? This, uh, Krishna's vibhutis are so many. So it's very, very difficult. But this is the, that's why it's very hard to understand. But Krishna reveals actually, depending on the uh, devotee's surrender. So uh, it's uh, the, in, the, in the same chapter Krishna says, what is the benefit? What is the benefit if I understand Krishna's body is transcendental, Krishna's appearance is transcendental, Krishna's activities are transcendental? Then it says, this is, you don't have to take birth again in the material world. Hmm? This is Janma Karma Chame Divyam Yevam Yoveti Tattvataha Tyaktva Deham Punar Janma Naiti Mameti Sorjuna. When somebody understands Krishna's appearance and Krishna's activities are transcendental, he does not have to take birth again in the material world. This is a great benediction, actually. Great benediction. Because why we are taking this body? Why we are taking the body? Why we are coming to this material world? Separately from the Lord. Yes, we are, we are coming to the material world, we enjoy. This is our, for everyone's information. Sivya is our Astana Pandit here. <laughs> she will answer all the questions actually. So this is uh, very wonderful to have. <laughs> because this is what uh, the children, this, this is an example of uh, Prahlad Maharaj says, Kaumaram Acharet Pragya. Kaumarat Acharet Pragya. This is what, because this is what the whole life is for this only. <clears throat> We go for so many things, so many studies, so many this, so many blasts, so many this. Finally, end of the day, we don't understand. We are not his body, we are spirit, soul. We have something to achieve in life. We don't understand that. What is the use of this education, actually? 
That's why Srila Prabhupada very vehemently calls it slaughterhouse education, actually. Srila Prabhupada calls it slaughterhouse education. Because this education has to be there. We have to understand. Yes, beginning. Yes, sometimes people say, Prabhu, I came to this class 10 years ago. You are saying the same thing. You are not this body. You are spirit soul. After 10 years I am coming, you are saying the same thing again. <laughs> sometimes they ask this question. Like, yes, we are saying the same thing, but have you understood it? Have you understood it? Have you tried to apply that in your life? Then if you're not applied, then here again. Well, this is the problem. Because sometimes the people get, uh, they get to the, oh, this philosophy we know, Prabhu. We know this is, this is again, same thing again. But we are not this body, you are spirit soul. This again and again, you are speaking the, like uh, the, uh, the, the tape record player. No? That's a same thing will come. No, no, not like that. Because we know we are not this body, we are spirit soul. But have we understood that? No, if you're not understood, then, then we have to work on that. So this is what Srila <coughs> Prabhupada says here. Therefore, since Krishna has no material conception of life, so Krishna has not a material body. Krishna does not, he is like a, he is a avyayam and he is Sachitananda Vigraha. So he is described, as, he can be, how can he be affected by material prayers and accusations? Sometimes this is like a, the, the topic again comes with the Sisupala. Sisupala uh, merging into the body of uh, Lord Krishna. Sisupala uh, committed a lot of uh, offenses. You know, like I, when Sisupala was, we discussed in the previous class, uh, Sisupala had this, uh, uh, when at the birth only he had uh, three eyes and four hands. Uh, Sisupala had this uh, special uh, appearance. So then, uh, then at that time they thought no, this fellow has to be discarded. No? So then, then the, the, the Akashwani informed, no, no, you don't, don't discard him because uh, one personality will come and uh, when, when, see, one personality will keep him in the lap. At that time, this, uh, uh, the, the extra, extra, all the manifestation will disappear. And that, the same person who is going to put him in the lap, that who, who's, who, and whose presence is going to disappear, then that person will be the person killing that per, uh, Sisupala also. So that was the kind of uh, arrangement. So Sisupala's mother was uh, Lord Krishna's aunt. Hmm? So how can... Uh, um, Krishna can kill uh, the cousin, is it cousin or nep nephew? What, what relationship? Nephew. nephew, nephew. So he can't do that. So mother asked, Sutrasrava asked this boon, please. So Krishna said, yes, I will forgive hundred offenses. Sisupal hmm? has a limit. You can commit hundred offenses. If it crosses beyond that, then I can't do anything because then, then the law has to take its own effect. No? Like, so Krishna said, no. So that way, no? like, and then Sisupala was committing so many offenses in Rajasuya, Agya, so all these things we discussed. And then finally, when he, that uh, 100th limit is crossed, then, then Lord, Lord sent that Sudarshan Chakra to um, kill uh, Sisupala. So and Sisupala, so this is what Yudhishthira Maharaj was surprised. He was surprised. Sisupala was so envious, was so sinful, and then how can he get, get into this body of uh, Lord? Huh? That's, that is where the whole uh, discussion started like that, actually. Hmm? So here it is, uh, Srila Prabhupada asked this question, since everyone has a material bodily conception of life, if Krishna had such a conception, what would be the difference between Krishna and the conditioned soul? Hmm? So there is a Krishna... Like a Putana. Putana came to give milk to Krishna. Hmm? In, the, in the mood of a mother. 
but she also want to kill krishna with the poison so this is like a this is like rasabhas like yeah you want to serve krishna and you want to kill krishna but krishna took only the guna krishna took the guna guna means quality that good quality he took he rejected okay you came to kill me okay, i will kill you that's all right but when putana gave same similar status like a mother huh? mother mother's position huh? dhatri yeah? so that position was krishna yeah, that is krishna we can't do that like somebody puts a garland we are very happy somebody throws stone at you you get very angry actually huh? but krishna's position is different so that is why when krishna does something uh, it is uh, beyond our uh, this thing material karma material jurisdiction we should understand like that only so krishna cannot because krishna is param satyam krishna is absolute truth so he can't do any that is why krishna's activities krishna's appearance everything is transcendental this understanding we have to have if we don't have this understanding then if we read bhagavad gita everything will be mysterious only everything will be mysterious oh, how it is possible how it is possible? Yes. how can i believe you? No, then then it's not work so that's why arjuna understanding this chatur shloki of bhagavad gita is param brahma parandama pavitram paramam bhavan purusham saswatam divyam adidevam ajam vibhum ahustva vishaye sarve devarishi naratastata asito devalo vyasah swayam saiva bravishi me so he says uh, all this thing your param brahma parandama pavitram everything and when he said this all this thing i am not just saying because of you are my friend like and uh, in the matter of uh, you pat my back i pat your back not that type of thing all the great rishis narada asita devala vyasa all these personalities they say i am also just uh, repeating the same thing so this is what the the mood is actually when we read something when we understand something it should be what the acharyas are saying what the sadhus are saying accordingly then then our understands because i we may have our understanding but our most of the time our understanding is only misunderstanding only <laughs> we don't understand properly because we have a lot of defects shila propas covering that in the next sentence he is saying as soon as one has a material body he has four deficiencies but since krishna does not possess a material body he has no deficiencies so when we have a material body he has four deficiencies what are the four deficiencies we have yes yes two imperfect senses cheating propensity yes can you add another two are you also thinking about that too only <laughs> okay that's all right no problem cheating propensity imperfect senses tendency to be illusioned and then another one you want to add something huh? yeah imperfect senses imperfect senses our senses are imperfect no because we our we think now we there something happening we don't know and why we have to go when you in the school now we we have done some laboratory exercise na yeah that's good yeah you can go up and put actually please okay so when you put a rod put into the um, in the in the in the, in the beaker or something so the rod is straight when you put into that it looks like a teda huh? it looks looks like a little bit uh, bent huh? the rod is not bent because the way our vision is <laughs> like that only same way so our senses are imperfect the four deficiencies are there so with four deficiencies if you with imperfect senses tendency to commit mistakes cheating propensity tendency to be illusioned all these thing if we have to understand something it is not possible 
So that is why we have to depend on the the knowledge which is coming from the authority. There are two ways of acquiring knowledge. One is Aroha Pantha, one is Avroha Pantha. Aroha Pantha means ascending process. Avroha Pantha means descending process. Descending process is more authentic because when you do Aroha Pantha, then the problem is you, know, you are experimenting with the defective apparatus. Your apparatus is defective. No, I'm not saying you, my apparatus. In the material world, anybody, the, everybody's conditioned soul's apparatus is uh, defective. So we can't do experiments with that. So that is why we depend on the knowledge coming from the authority. So authority, why it is not um, uh, defective? Because authority is beyond this thing. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, he remembers everything. Uh, why he remembers everything? He does not change his body. We change body from one body to another body, transmigrate from the soul, transmigrate from one body to another body. But Krishna doesn't transmigrate like that. Krishna appears in his inter by his internal energy, Atma Mayaya. He appears on his own sweet will. Actually, we appear out of karma. Whatever according to our karma we perform, according to the karma we take birth into this particular body, particular janani, particular father, particular everything. But Krishna's appearance is not like that. So that is why whatever Krishna says, that that is Param, and he, if he is Param Satyam, he is absolute truth, he cannot do anything wrong. Even though apparently, apparently from a material calculation, it may seem like there is something not, like Krishna also is stealing butter. But in a material calculation, if somebody is stealing something, it is considered like offense actually. But Krishna is glorified for stealing butter. This is, this is a very... Uh, next topic we can understand. Like, there are a lot of things like that. So, Prabhupada explains here, he has no deficiencies. He is always spiritually conscious, blissful. Iswara Parama Krishna Sachitananda Vigraha. His form is eternal, blissful knowledge. Sachitananda Vigraha, Ananda Chinmaya Rasa and Kaivalya are the same. Kaivalya this normally the Kaivalya is, a, is a referred, no? Kaivalya is like a merging. No? That, but here the Kaivalya is like a Krishna's position is Kaivalya. He no? is beyond material conceptions. Krishna is beyond material conceptions. No? And here, and Krishna says also, he is expanded as a Paramatma in everybody's heart. No? Krishna, he, this is his uh, kindness actually. Krishna's kindness is like for example, like the children are here. The father and mother are always concerned about the children, correct? Always concerned. Why? Because the children, they are, when they go out, they may get uh, disturbed or they may get uh, attacked or something. So that they are always uh, uh, concerned. But that same way, Krishna also is very, very concerned about us actually. Very, very concerned. When the living entity wanted to enjoy separately from the Lord, Krishna says, Good instruction. No, living entity, hell bent upon. No, I want to separately enjoy. I don't want to be with you. Okay, then still, okay. Still, I will be here with you. As a Paramatma, he is coming, guiding actually. In all circumstances, Krishna is guiding actually. Provided we are ready to take the guidance. If we, if we don't want to take the guidance, it is your prerogative. You want to ignore the guidance? That's you, you, you choose, you choose like that. But Krishna is ready to give his advice, his guidance all the time. Krishna is accompanying the living entity. Whatever situation may be, he is accompanying as a Paramatma and giving us the guidance. That is why Prabhupada, Prabhupada quotes here from Bhagavad Gita. Kshetragyam chapi maamviddi sarva kshetreshu bharata. The Lord is Paramatma. The Atma are super self all the individual souls. Therefore, it must be naturally concluded that he has no defective bodily conceptions. Hmm? 
although situated in everyone's body he has no bodily conception of life so naturally when we are in a particular situation we also get conditioned actually we also get conditioned but lord is not like that because lord's body because when we are in a situation because that is what conditioned soul means conditioned soul means we get conditioned why you are creating conditioned soul because we are conditioned to this atmosphere conditioned to the situation where we are in but krishna is above all these things so he is not even though he is situated within the body and he knows what is going on but he is not affected by the bodily what is happening in the jeeva's body but he is concerned he is ready to give advice provided you are ready to take actually if you want to take then krishna is ready to give the advice hmm? and then krishna says uh, in the, uh, another another place shrila prabhupad quotes krishna as tanaham dishatakruran samsareshu naradhama chipami ajasram asuban asuram eva yonishu this is 16th chapter divine and demoniac nature shrila uh, krishna says those who are envious and mischievous who are the lowest among men are cast by me into the ocean of material existence into various demoniac species of life so this is uh, the natural shila prabhupada raises a question if everybody is saying lord is very merciful lord is very merciful then why lord puts this type of people into a demoniac species so that they are not able to come up in their life you know like naturally people will ask you know like why lord is you are saying god is very merciful if god is very merciful why this uh, this demons are put into the demoniac species and they continue perpetually they continue this thing so shila propad explains the putting the demons into demoniac species also is another form of mercy sometimes now we think uh, giving something is one type of mercy praise is one type of mercy and giving chastisement is also another type of mercy so we should not think that okay chastise mercy means only always glorify somebody that is mercy no that is not only mercy that is also mercy but if you get if you get chastised then then also it is special mercy actually because glorifying one mercy chastisement then then we will come to senses actually if you don't somebody is not chastising us then we will continue to make the mistakes again and again and then then the final thing will miss actually instead if we if somebody chastises then then we should take it as a very Uh, situation is good that is that the person that bhakti siddhanta sarasvati maharaj used to say if somebody is flattering you he is your enemy mm-hmm. flattering you means he is your enemy if somebody is criticizing you or some at least positively or uh, uh, constructively criticizing you then that he is your real friend actually mm-hmm. so this is what we have to understand mm-hmm. so the lord is saying uh, whenever the lord punishes persons like demons however such punishment is meant for the good of condition so it is for the good of that person only even though the punishment is given because why there is a punishment why there is a jail why there is a reformation cell because these things are there so that the person can be reformed because nobody is eternally condemned in this world because this is the whole uh, our this premise is we are not eternally condemned actually we all uh, we have some way or other we have committed some mistake otherwise why we are in the material world we are in the material world we have committed some mistake some activity so now how we can rectify the situation that is what we are here we have created this uh, the place is here where we can perform activities and we can do this thing so that we can be relieved of this situation so that is a very uh, that's why we are here 
the reformation is happening as we see the reformation is happening and it is bound to happen when we are in the satsanga automatically i may be a sinful person but if i am in the satsanga in the say, the, the company of saintly people automatically my also will get some good qualities actually so that's why shila propad initially dealt with so many people actually so many people came so many musicians came so many uh, people who are accustomed to so many habits they all came but when they associated with the sadhu all this whatever the qualities they had they got purified 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 this is the beauty of uh, association so here uh, krishna uh, so this is like a personality of godhead may they, they may accuse the personality of godhead saying krishna is bad krishna is a thief but krishna being so kind to all living entities does not consider such accusations instead he takes account of the conditioned soul chanting of krishna krishna so many times so he was remembering krishna kamsa was thinking about krishna 24 by 7 sometimes devotees also don't think about krishna 24 by 7 actually sometimes they forget krishna but kamsa was so krishna conscious he was thinking 24 by 7 he was thinking about krishna only but the what is the but the but is he was thinking of krishna so when krishna comes i want to kill him he was thinking of krishna in a very unfavorable way but that is not very because you what you have to think is if you are thinking of krishna in a very unfavorable way even in the unfavorable way thinking of krishna gives you so much benefit why can't you think of krishna in a favorable way that is the way shila propa spends the whole purport next to purport shila propa spends the whole purport in this way because sometimes when people our mind sometimes can get crooked like oh sisupala merged into the body of my lord so that means i should also start uh, uh, blaspheming the lord i should also start uh, committing offenses against the lord that is the way of uh, no that is not the way that is special cases sisupala dantavakra ravana kumbakarna jaya vijaya huh? the same way you know, like uh, our jagai madai they are all very special cases you know? they are not like a normal they are very this is special edition you know? special edition only once in a time only they come now they don't come very often like that because the normal normally process is anukulena krishna anusilanam we have to perform devotional service in a favorable way so because putana gave poison but she got also benediction so that doesn't mean that everybody starts killing krishna everybody goes in the uh, killing spree you know like i also want to kill krishna i also want to attack krishna won't work like that so this is special considerations hmm? so here vashila propad continue he sometimes punishes such demons for one life by putting them in lower species but then again when we have stopped accusing him they are liberated in the next life because of chanting krishna's name constantly so this is like a, this special uh, favor is given because uh, uh, and this is like a, a out of his kindness krishna that's as we discuss krishna is only bhava grahi guna grahi he says only the quality krishna takes only the quality if he krishna sees all our other qualities bad qualities impurities then there is no hope for us there is no we may not be able to get up only but krishna sees oh you have this this thing this quality you have this quality of want to serve me okay immediately i give you the mata smritir gnanam apohanam i give you the knowledge i give you the understanding so that you can become more and more fixed up in devotional service krishna is out of his kindness krishna does that actually 
So this is like a, that is also Krishna's mercy only. It is not Krishna, uh, it's not like envious of anyone. Krishna is not envious of anyone. Ah, same way, devotees are also not envious actually. So just like Krishna is not envious, devotee is also not envious. Because devotee is called nirmatsara. He does not have any envy. He wants to give this process. Because this is the greatest beneficial work actually. If somebody is suffering, you can give him some money, you can give him food, you can give him this, you can give him that, no problem. That will solve the problem temporarily. But you give him the knowledge that you are not this body, you are spirit soul, your father is Krishna, your place is Goloka Vrindavan or Vaikuntha Dham. So that means that person does not have to take birth again in the material world. That is a great benediction. So that is what devotees are doing. Srila Prabhupada is doing. Srila Prabhupada is giving us the opportunity that we can put an end to this samsara chakra. Hmm? Samsara chakra is there. No? Again, birth, death, disease, old age. Birth, death, disease, old age. We have been going through this, uh, this uh, thing for eternity. Youngs we are going. So human form of life, we have an opportunity to put a pull stop. Yes, here we can put a pull stop here. And that opportunity is there. So devotees are working. So that is why they are real beneficiaries. Eh? Real benefit. So this is like a, they want to give the benefit of uh, the Krishna Kanshi association to everyone. So that is why devotees are very, very dear to Krishna. Very, very dear to Krishna. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, towards the end, Yayitam paramam guhyam mad bhakteshu abhidasyati bhaktim mayi param krutva mame vaisyasi asamshaya. Krishna says, those who are trying to distribute this knowledge, huh? trying to distribute the knowledge, that person is very, very dear to me. Why he is very dear to me? He is engaged in the beneficial work. Krishna wants to do that and then he is assisting Krishna in that endeavor. That's why he is very, very beneficial. Krishna is very, very favorably disposed to this devotee. And Krishna says in the next sloka, there is no person more dear to me than this person who is trying to distribute this knowledge. So we have to be, take that in the positive way. Krishna is ready to help in all circumstances. Hmm? Prabhupada concludes this here. Uh, the vivid example for this Vritrasura, who was formerly Chitraketu Maharaj, a great devotee. Because he derided Lord Shiva, the foremost of all devotees, he had to accept the body of a demon called Vritra. So this is the last chapter, last uh, section. We studied about Vritrasura, Chitraketu Maharaj. So Chitraketu Maharaj was a very great devotee, no, no doubt about that. But still he made a small mistake, eh? small mistake. He, said, he was just like a... Uh, when Lord Shiva was sitting with Mother Parvati in the lap, he just laughed and then he made. So that, that is like, he, Lord Shiva didn't take it any offense actually. He was uh, very cool. No, he, he knew that, okay, this, all these type of exchanges will be there. But Mother Parvati became very angry. Uh, so then, then she cursed him. And then again, Lord Shiva gave some uh, instructions to Mother Parvati. So we all know that. Uh, so, so this is what we are, Lord's way is, Lord, whenever he gives something, and then he gives the way to come out also. The devotee will not be, uh, that's why Shipram Bhavati Dharmatma Sasvasantim Nigachati Kaunteya Pratijanehi Name Bhakta Pranashyati. Name Bhakta Pranashyati. Krishna gives the guarantee. Even though from a material point of view, it may seem like the devotee is gone off or something. No? That's why we should never, never, ever uh, underestimate the power of Krishna. Krishna can protect. Krishna will protect. Not Krishna can protect. Krishna will protect. And that is Krishna's promise actually. He says to Arjuna, now you declare it actually. Krishna doesn't want to declare himself. Why can't he declare actually? Krishna can declare himself. Because Krishna, instead of him declaring, he saying, Kaunteya, you declare. Because when devotee says something, it is more 
more important for Krishna. Huh? Then his, Krishna broke his promise. Krishna broke his promise. But if a devotee promised something, that is more important for him. So Bhishma Dev made a promise. What promise Bhishma Dev made? You remember? Many promises you might have made. One promise you say, that no problem. Brahmachari, yes, that's all. That's good. That is good. But the promise, what I was referring was, Bhishma Dev made one promise saying that today I will fight so vehemently that I will kill Arjuna. Unless otherwise this Krishna, he said, I am not going to pick up the weapon. If he is, then he is intervening, then only it's going to be stopped. He, he took a promise. He took a vow that I am going to fight. Like he fought like that. And uh, Arjuna was completely devastated. But finally, Krishna could not, about to be, Arjuna is about to be finished. And then Krishna took his, uh, this thing, and then chariot wheel, and uh, he was attacking. But then immediately he stopped. Oh, this is what I was waiting for. Because this is like, a, Krishna, he took, he took one promise that I, my, I will not pick up any weapon. But actually, one sense, the wheel is not a weapon. There are other, other, other arguments on that. But Krishna, for protect his devotee, he is ready to do anything and everything. So we have to be convinced about that. Krishna will protect. And that way, you know, like a, we, are, we are in a very, very safe situation where Krishna's protection is there, Acharyas are there, the, everything favorable. If we don't take this very favorable situation, then what are we waiting for? When we wait, uh, another situation will come, another time will come. Sometimes people say, I will do, when the time comes, I will do. This is the right time. The right time has already come. This is the right time when everything is favorable. All the association is there, and the satsanga is there, and deities are there, Prabhupada is there, all these things are there. So we have to take full advantage of this situation. So I'll stop here. If there is any questions or comments? Hare Krishna. Yes, ma'am. Actually, zero tolerance. They say, what is it? Everywhere they return, zero tolerance. Eh? What is it? That uh, all the officers, you know? huh? Zero tolerance. This ideal situation is zero tolerance. But Krishna will forgive. Krishna will forgive that. Because that is Krishna is like a father. No? Like, you think like your father. No? Sometimes you make some mistake. Your father forgives? Correct. How many times your father forgives? One time, two time, three time, four time? Huh? Yes. Yes. But, and sometimes you say it. You don't keep on committing offense. Krishna will, this is like a, we have to consider Krishna like our father. Krishna is like a same like a father only. Krishna, yeah, Krishna knows that. But only thing is, we don't want to keep on committing the offenses again. One mistake, forgiven. Okay, again I will do the thing. Again I will do the thing. I will do. That type of thing is not recommended. So when we do something, then when we take a vow that I'm not going to commit that, then, then we should stick to that and then that continue. So that, not that, okay, we'll, okay, I, okay, then mistake, okay, offense is forgiven, okay, then I will do the offense again. No, 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 that is not very, very good proposition. So, yes, Krishna will be very merciful, but I, as far as possible, zero tolerance. No? We, we minimize the offense. No offense is the best thing. No? Like uh, even in the, there's a zero percent alcohol. No? They write in that uh, this thing. Also. So same way here also our, uh, our, this thing is no offenses. That is the best policy. But if some offense is coming, that is why we pray. Huh? 
वंचकलपतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्यतीता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम वी प्रे टू द लॉर्ड प्रे टू द डिवोटीज बिकॉज नोइंगली समटाइम्स नोइंगली कमिटिंग अफेन्स समाइम अनोइंगली आलो वी कमिट अफेन्स सो फॉर वी प्रे फॉर दैट आलो सो दैट वे वी आर प्रोटेक्टेड but sometimes people say oh approaching krishna is very difficult i may commit offenses let me not go near krishna only because this is a corollary to your question sometimes people may say oh if i go near devotee if i know i may commit offenses so let me not do anything so then i will not do any offense let's say i'll keep on uh, i'll go and keep on sleeping 24 hours a day and then i will not commit any offenses no that is not the good thing yeah you have to associate with people yes and we learn as we go we commit offenses we learn and then we try to reform us reform us reform us this is like constant refinement actually this is the process of devotional service is constant refinement so at to the stage like there is no impurities then that's it go back home back to god yeah okay hare krishna hare krishna you only give explanation only you don't ask questions bro Thank you, bro. Hare Krishna, bro. Thank you. Now, today's verse uh, is a statement in the Shloka translation. Uh, because he has no material body, he has no false conception of I am I. It is therefore incorrect to think that he feels pleasure or pain when blasphemed or offered prayers. Brother, he said, he is affected neither by prayers nor by blasphemy. Where do we pray? My question is about reconciliation. Oh. Third canto, 18th chapter, and sixth verse. Uh, translation: Although the Lord was pained by the shark-like, abusive words of the demon, he bore the pain. But seeing that the earth was on the end of his tusks, was frightened, he rose out of water just as an animal emerges with a female companion while assailed by an alligator. And the third verse, the proper advice. The Mayavadi philosophers cannot understand that the Lord has feelings. The Lord is satisfied if someone offers him nice prayers, and similarly, if someone decries his existence or calls him by ill names, God is dissatisfied. The supreme personality of Godhead is decried by the Mayavadi philosophers, who are almost demons. They say that the Lord has no head. No form, no existence, no legs, hands, or other bodily limbs. In other words, they say that he is dead or lame. All these misconceptions of the supreme Lord are a source of dissatisfaction to him. He is never pleased with such atheistic descriptions. In this case, although the Lord felt sorrow from the piercing words of the demon, he delivered the earth for the satisfaction of the demigods who were ever his devotees. The conclusion is that. God is a sentient being as we are. He is satisfied by our prayers and dissatisfied by our harsh words against him. In order to give protection to his devotees, he is always ready to tolerate insulting words from the atheists. Okay. So today's verse is saying he never gives yes. pleasure. Yeah, I know you. You already know the answer, but no, uh, <laughs> okay. So the what I have heard from the again, this subject matter is very, very, very. high level this thing but uh, how to understand like uh, the way i understood 
you have quoted all these things. But even the same sloka, the ninth, ninth chapter, Samoham Sarva Bhuteshu Name Dveshto Sinapriya E Bhajante Tu Maam Bhaktiya Maite Teshu Chabhyam. So in that sloka only, when, uh, again, I have, I have heard from the other senior devotees, acharyas, what they say, it's like a, when, when you say, I am equal to everyone, hmm? I, I do not envy anyone, I do not have any uh, hatred or anything towards anyone, because he's a Paramatma feature. Hmm? Paramatma feature of the Lord. Paramatma is equally, is providing, see it's like a Paramatma is not distinguishing, oh it's a demon here, it's a, a devotee here, we should not give him the supplies and all, the, he supplies everything. But as a Bhagavan feature, Bhagavan has a, as a, you rightly said, Prabhupada, there is nothing, actually Prabhupada will not say anything contradictory. That, that is another like a, uh, when we say Krishna is Param Satyam and Prabhupada's purports are also for us, it's like a, it's absolute authority for us. Yes, when Prabhupada says that, so then, then as a Bhagavan, it, Krishna says that. Krishna says, we don't have to go to Bhagavatam, even Bhagavad Gita only, Paritranaya Sadhu Nam. So that means Krishna is calling somebody as a Sadhu, Vinasaya Dushkrutam. So that means I am somebody, I am Dushkriti, somebody is Sukriti. Krishna is also distinguishing. There is a Dushkriti, there is Sukriti. So, so as a Paramatma, he is fulfilling the desires of everyone. There is, he does not have any kind of reservation or anything. He is ready to fulfill. But as a Bhagavan, yes, he has some, yes, I have, this is Dushkriti, this is Sukriti. So he, he distinguishes actually. So it's not like a, yes, Krishna also, actually, Krishna feels the pain also. That way when the living entity suffers in the material world, Krishna feels the pain. Otherwise, you know, why he would personally come? What is the need of Krishna to personally come to this material world? There is no need. Absolutely, there is, we have to check it out something. That's why we came here. But Krishna doesn't have to check out anything. Krishna, everything is there. So, Krishna has a pain also. But that pain is not like a material, material type of pain. Like his pain is... When the, when the uh, living entity is separated from him, she's like a struggling in the material world, like Janma, Samsara, Chakra. So then he feels that uh, compassion, uh, compassion. That's why he comes actually. So, yeah, prayers, yeah, prayers is like, sometimes, you know, like, so we have to take it this way. As a Paramatma, he is very neutral actually. Hmm? He is very neutral. He doesn't distinguish between this or that. And like, uh, he, he gives, supplies everyone. Huh? Huh? He, he provides for everyone. But, as Prabhupada explains in the ninth chapter sloka, when somebody is like, a, he will provide the necessities of everyone, but if somebody is very, very special, very, very in, uh, obedient, then, then he has a soft corner. So Krishna also has a soft corner for the devotees. So that is why the Bhagavan feature. When the Bhagavan feature, Krishna will reciprocate like that. So, as for the other demon feature, demon also, yes, for him also reciprocation is there, but in the form of punishment. But that punishment is also another benediction. So, that's the way I understand. Maybe you, you, can, uh, you can read a bit more and uh, clarify my understanding, but uh, this is what I understand. Aragishtha Prabhu. Sir, one feature and what is the See, this is the three features, sir. Bhavan iti sabdhyate, yeah, yeah. Brahmati is like it's all, all pervading, na? so Krishna's, uh, so when this is like a Brahma Jyoti, na? this is a bodily effulgence of Krishna, Brahma Jyoti, yeah. So that is another feature, another feature of the Lord. So it's like, a, so this is again, like a, this, uh, 
what we have to understand is like sometimes apparently it may seem like a, apparently it may seem like a contradiction one side so that means people see like next to purport shila propas spends lot of time sometimes oh, then that means you know, pray, krishna doesn't care about the prayers krishna doesn't blame about the, the blasphemy so let me start blasphemy only why to pray so what is the need of prayers you know? like sometimes people will ask this. no prabhu is not asking but uh, materialistic fellows you know, they will think this question you know? why do we need prayer then krishna doesn't when i pray something krishna is not going to be pleased or something They're not pleased in that sense yeah if somebody prays so we pray to krishna so and that is not krishna is not going to be benefited by the prayer we, we get purified actually hmm? it's not like when i pray to krishna so because when the material you political leader you pray him he get praise he is very happy looking here and there but krishna is not like that krishna doesn't require our prayer krishna doesn't require this offering but we require we require krishna's mercy we require krishna's blessing that is we need it it's not krishna's need so when we do something for krishna for it krishna's benefit is not we are not we can't do any benefit for krishna it is for our own benefit when we do something we are only getting benefited not krishna is not getting benefited with but out of his kindness he accepts that as a father as a well wisher he even though his some offering may be very insignificant he still accepts that that is his kindness that is his special mercy towards the living entities okay thank you very much grandara shrimad bahavatam ki jay shila prabhupad ki jay krishna chakrapati bhai sanjagalpati krishna gurumara prabhupad ki